I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to another episode of the Badass Mother podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about what I learned from 100,000 to 200,000. So this was inspired by uh, a homework assignment that I did for my mastermind. She asked us to reflect on what has shifted and changed since we started the mastermind in August. And what's really fun is that Just as the mastermind was starting, I was hitting 100,000 in my business over the course of 2019. And then what happened over the rest of 2019 is that I made another 100,000 in that last quarter of the year. So I'm going to be sharing some of my reflections. I wrote a monster post in the Facebook group of our mastermind. And it was so good. My coach is sharing it out um, to her podcast listeners. The people in my mastermind screenshotted it and have been looking it over and feeling really inspired. So I wanted to share it with my audience as well. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. I'm going to go through my monster list. I'm going to read each of the things that have shifted, changed, that I've learned, Some of them I'm going to explain a little bit more and some just kind of speak for themselves. So I'm going through the list. There's going to be so many different things in this episode. You might want to listen to it a couple of different times, and it's probably one of those episodes you might want to take notes on as well. I know for me, episodes like this are the kinds of things that I love to come back to whenever I am not feeling great. I know with my coach in particular, she has one podcast episode that really speaks to me when I'm feeling low in my business, when I'm feeling discouraged and I just turn it on and it helps me turn things around. So hopefully this one will have some of those kinds of things in it for all of you. All right. So let's get into this list. These are the things that shifted and changed in the third quarter of this year in my growth from a $100,000 business to a $200,000 business. First and probably most important is that I believe now that I create money with my thoughts and I see how that happens. So that one might seem a little out there if you haven't been exposed to this idea before, but I believe, and I think most of us see how this happens, that we make money from the value that we provide. So we put value out and money comes back to us. As I got deeper into really studying how this worked, I learned that in my line of work, I create more value with the way that I think. So for a lot of us, we're kind of limited initially, at least with like the value that we offer is the time that we offer. And if you want to scale 
bigger, if you want to scale your revenue and your income bigger, there comes a time where you don't have more hours to exchange for dollars. And so you need to start thinking outside the box about how to bring more value to make more money. This could probably be its own podcast episode, but something that I really learned and saw firsthand from 100 to 200,000 is how I increase the value that I put out there and how this comes directly from the time that I spend thinking, really thinking about value, how I can bring more value, that kind of thing. I also take my work seriously. So coaching is my career and I plan my time like it's my job. I get ready for work every day. I get to my desk early every day. I really take this seriously in a way that I didn't before. I'm the sole earner for our family now, which blows my mind. I would say probably about six or seven months ago, I had a conversation with my coach about not living off of my business anymore and investing everything from my business back into the business. Several months after that, my business was making a lot more because of those investments and my husband lost his job. And because of the investments that I made with time and money, I was able to allow him to stay home really for as long as he wants while I keep making more money in my business. I'm increasing my capacity to have. So this is a concept from Brooke Castillo. She has a great episode on it, but essentially it is when we've kind of gone past our comfort zone of how much money we can have or how much happiness we can have, that kind of thing, we tend to self-sabotage. So I really noticed this a lot in December 2019. Last month, I made close to 50000 and I noticed that my brain was really wanting to like go on a shopping spree and like spend all of this money. Like it was uncomfortable just having this money. So I've been really sitting in like just allowing the money to kind of pile up and see it there and getting used to seeing larger and larger amounts in my bank account without having to spend it away. I'm aware of where my growth is and choosing my growth more often. So this is when you notice an area where you have growth. If you've talked to me, <laughs> then you've become aware. Even if it's been on a consult, I'm pretty good at sniffing out where your growth is and pointing it out to you. So like I said, right now, capacity to have is something that I'm working on. That was an area that I noticed, ooh, this is a place where I need to grow. So part of this is self-awareness, right? Like seeing where your areas to grow are, and then not just being aware, but choosing that growth, running for that growth, helping yourself grow in that area as quickly as possible. Another thing, my thoughts about paying in full have shifted so much. So when I was making a hundred thousand, none of my clients ever paid in full ever. Now, almost all of my clients pay in full, like 90% of my clients pay in full now, even though my rates are higher than they used to be when nobody ever paid in full. 
And what has really shifted here is me, my thoughts about paying in full. I now always pay in full for everything. Like I wish I could pay like my electric bill in full for the year. Like if I could just pay everything once and be done, that would be amazing. And what I've really noticed is that when you pay in full, not only is it just like not a hassle to have to keep thinking about it every single month, the energy that you bring is much more focused on making the full amount back as quickly as possible. So I've had a lot of clients pay in full and then make their money back in the first week, in the first month, super quickly, instead of just kind of mentally thinking about paying that monthly payment every month. And I used to explain that to people on consults. Now I don't. I don't even explain it to people on consults. I think it's just who I am on the consult is like, painful is what we do. My rates have increased twice since that point and not just for the hell of it and not because I thought I was undercharging. I think undercharging is the best feeling in the world when you feel like people are getting such a steal and it's such a no-brainer. I think it's so much easier to sell than if you're out of your comfort zone with where the prices are. So I really had to do a lot of work to increase my prices and I did that because of demand. Um, let's see. I've learned how to have a full coaching calendar, 20 clients. I've learned how to start a wait list. There was a time where I was kind of afraid I was going to end up with like 25 clients because I was just going to keep saying yes to people and I realized I cannot do that. <laughs> so I started a wait list. I've learned how to sell a coaching package a month in advance and gotten full payment. That was super exciting. I used to think people will not pay for something. They're not starting right this minute, even though I pay for my masterminds like three months in advance in full. I, in November of this year, paid $25,000 in full for a mastermind that's starting in February. So I was definitely practicing it as the client and I had to warm up to being the coach that just is like, yep, that's how it works. I have become extremely direct as a coach. So fun. It's really, really fun to just be super unfiltered and direct and honest. My consult calls with potential clients have shifted so much. So I wrote here, there's nowhere I won't go. And I've said no to potential clients. So I feel really comfortable now, like completely unattached to the person being a yes or a no. And because of that, I really use the time to serve them and help them find the best decision for them. And sometimes I just know that it's a no and I let them know that and I help them find the resources that they need instead. I've also dealt with difficult clients this year and really learned how when I felt like there was a client who I was labeling difficult, I did the work to see how I was the problem instead of them and fixed that instead of letting the client go or having a confrontation with them, that was really empowering. I've also let a client go with a refund. So it's gone both ways. I simplified my offer. I'm becoming an expert in my field. So I feel like 
I am really owning my place in this space of business coaches for moms with online businesses. I truly feel like I'm stepping into my identity as an expert. I feel like I have totally become a pro as a coach versus an amateur. If you think back a handful of episodes ago to talking about being a pro, I feel like there's been a major shift there in who I am as a coach and as a business person. I have learned to achieve the goals I set for myself on time or early. So in October, my coach set a goal for me to make $25,000 in cash from only new clients signed during that month over just a 30-day period. It was this challenge that she gave to us. I did it, and I did it a couple days early. In November, I wanted to hit 25,000 again. I hit 27. And in December, I set a goal for myself of 40,000, which felt insane when I set it. And I made 47,000 in December. So now I feel really solid that I know the work that I need to do to to achieve the goals that I set for myself. And that feels really great going into this year. And it also feels really great that this is now something I teach my clients and it's been so fun to set challenges for them and see what comes up for them and see them learn so much and see them hit those goals and really achieve things that they didn't think were possible for themselves 30 days before. My content has gotten really good and it converts really well. And most people are yes before they get on the phone with me because I've really learned how to write great content. I always felt like I was a strong writer before, but I really focused over these past few months from 100,000 to 200,000 on talking to people who are yes to me, really explaining their problem better than they could and really making a strong and compelling offer and inspiring them to take action. That was something that took a lot of practice, a lot of work. I think I've shared before, I write three to five posts for my Facebook group every weekday. And that is a lot of time to practice my message and fail and all of those things. I'm taking time with my potential clients um, on consult calls to really get into their vision and to allow them to see why that makes a difference to them, see why their vision is important to them, really connect to it emotionally. That has made a huge difference in my consults and my conversion. I know exactly how I get my clients now, which is something that I work on with all of my clients. Once I really nailed that for myself, it's something that is a goal for me with every single one of my clients, whether we work together for six months or more. By the end of the first six months, I want them to really know how they get clients. I spend a lot of time thinking about my clients now, thinking about their results and thinking about how we can get them better results faster. That is really fun. That's a big shift. Before I feel like I would like worry about my clients and worry about them not hitting their goals or getting the results that they wanted fast enough. And 
it's such a tiny shift now that I'm thinking about it, just how can we get it better and faster? My approach to starting a group program is totally different than before. So before, whenever I would come up with ideas for my business, I would just like slap something together. I would get excited. I would put it together. I would put it out into the world. I would barely promote it. No one would sign up and I'd be sad. Or I'd partner with another coach who was much more organized than me to actually do it the right way. But as I think about what I'm going to be offering in the future as far as group programs, I'm really being intentional and deliberate with it. I'm taking my time. I have developed a curriculum and some theories. I'm testing out my concepts with my one-on-one clients and making tweaks. And I'm really taking the time to create something excellent so that when it is ready and when I put it out there as an offer, it is going to be the very best it can be. Another huge thing that I've learned that's so good is I fail without judgment or shame. I am really focused instead on getting my money's worth from every failure that I have. So there was a while in my business where every time I got a no on a consult, I would look at the amount of money I would have made if they said yes And just like mentally think, I've just paid that amount of money for this lesson, so I better get my money's worth. My self-coaching is getting very strong. So when I notice, well, first, I feel like part of it is having self-awareness, right? Noticing my thoughts and really noticing when I'm going off the rails or oftentimes when I'm just feeling terrible is when that happens. And I'm able to self-correct, self-coach very quickly and not go down the spiral for days and days like I used to. I am looking to super thinking, which I did an episode on a couple months ago for answers instead of asking others or polling my audience. This is something I'm really passionate about. I do not ask my audience for their opinions about anything that I should do in my business because I am the expert. I am the one teaching them, so I don't ask them, what do you want? What do you need to learn? I ask myself what they need, what they need to hear, what they need to learn, and really turn to my thoughts for creating those answers. I've talked about this before, especially on the last episode, but I've been diligently studying the materials that my coach puts out there. So first in her like entry-level business coaching program, but then deeply once I joined her mastermind. And I think that approach is totally what got me to 100,000, but it's also what got me from 100 to 200,000, reading through the notes often, reading our notes from our mastermind kickoff event almost every night for the first couple months. And now I go back at least once per week, often more than that. I listen to every single call at least once. And I really am focused on being a great student. I've gotten really good at using what is called the belief scale for building commitment and confidence with my goals and the things I try in my business. This is all about building new beliefs. 
So we have to believe in something before we can create it in our life or in our business. And I have this tool that I've gotten from my coach, the belief scale that has totally transformed my ability to believe new things. And it's something that I've been teaching all of my clients because I think it makes all the difference. I feel calm and certain about my 2020 goals. So if you listen to last week, a huge difference from last year to this year is how I feel about my goal at the beginning of the year. So how I felt about my goal at the beginning of 2019 was it's impossible. And how I feel about the 2020 goal is that's totally in the bag. That's totally going to happen. And I see 2020 as the year that I am preparing to scale to a million and really building a strong foundation for what I'm going to do in 2021. And I just feel this like calmness and focus. And of course, there's still drama that I have to do work on, but I feel like a very different business owner, a much more mature business owner than I did before. I'm shifting now to see that I'm in a different phase in my business where it's not about growth month over month over month. So in 2020, I have some months that are going to be maintenance months and some months that are going to be growth months. And I am doing my work (laughs) to become okay with that because it is really a different phase. I feel like every moment Every month of my business leading up till now has been focused on how can I be bigger than the month before, and it is a different phase of my business now than it used to be. So really learning that as I go forward to multiple six figures and beyond, I feel unattached to clients staying or going. And I feel that I'm willing to risk the relationship for their growth. So I love my clients so much. I almost every single day think to myself and feel like I am mentally shouting from the rooftops that I have the best clients ever. I don't think any other coach has better clients than me. And I love them so much. But I also feel completely unattached to them liking and loving me back and them continuing to work with me. And that allows me to be much more focused on serving them and their growth instead of them serving me. I have to say from 100,000 to 200,000, this was probably the biggest shift. I used to look to my clients to make me feel a certain way. And a big reason that I had Voxer as a part of my coaching program was so that I could be hearing from my clients more regularly and being like making sure that they were happy so that I could be happy. And I'm to a point now where, first of all, I'm okay if they're not happy because I'm not happy all the time building a business. That's not what we're here for, right? Happiness all the time is not why we're here. But I also am willing to let them go, let them be upset in a way that serves them. 
if that makes sense. I feel like this has been a major growth place where I've let go of people pleasing as it relates to my clients. So I love them. Of course, I would love to work with them all forever, but my happiness isn't pinned on them. I spend so much more time thinking about people who are a yes to me. I think this is the best secret I can tell you about writing really great content and copy in your business is write it to the people who are a yes to you right now. Don't be trying to convince people who are a no or who are skeptical or like shouting out to your haters. Talk to the people who are a yes to you right now. And finally, what I've learned is that I can do this. I can make 200,000 in a year and I can make almost 50,000 in a month and I can make 100,000 in a quarter. I've learned a lot about what I'm capable of and it makes me very excited about what's coming in the future for me. All right, mamas, I hope that you've gotten some really good little pieces of value out of that and learned a little bit more about me and my growth over the past year. If you would love more, I would love to hang out with you over on Facebook. I have an amazing Facebook group over there. It's called Online Business Building Mamas, and I would love to see you there. When you request to join, I ask where you found me. So let me know that you're a podcast listener. That is my most favorite thing to see when people request to join that they are a podcast listener. So let me know that you're a listener and I will see you over there. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you. And there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O dot com.